Welcome to the Barcast, uh, the fittest and fastest half an hour that you're going to experience this week and also the best half an hour you're going to get this week. It's me, Salt. And I'm George. Yes, gorgeous George in the house. And we are getting closer and closer to November. We're actually recording this on the last weekend of October. Correct. And just coming off of the first pop-up uh, for this bar season. It Correct. was the individual pop-up at Simpson Motors. So what are your thoughts, George? I, I enjoyed the pop-up. I think um, if you've never done a bar pop-up before yeah, and uh, you came along, remember, you know, Take it with a pinch of salt, whether you're successful or not. Yeah, because even Trust though, me on that. Yeah, <laughs> even though people run things individually, some of those things are going to be in the team. Yeah. Um, and if you're doing the team, some of those things are only going to be an individual. For example, the tire wall. The tire wall, we always put the tire wall whenever we can. Not really. For right the, in front of spectators. Exactly. That's right. We put it for the <laughs> entertainment and the spectators. We know that 90% of people are going to feel the tire wall. Yeah. And we want to see you, you know, do some Have something piece. spectacular. Oh, okay. For the people in the audience to cheer and, you know, and I want to the oohs and the ahs, that's why he's put it there, right? When, I, the when I go out to the pop-up and they saw the tire wall set it right in front of the crowd, I was like, George is a dog. <laughs> <laughs> George, George is setting me up for failure here right now, boy. Right. So, yeah, so I would say some people had, had, had thought about it being hard. Mm -hmm. and, and if you're doing it as an individual who isn't necessarily looking to be in the competitive wave, yeah, then yes, it might be hard because you're going to see like the grip work, for example, which when you're in a team, it's going to be two people per team. So if you know, it doesn't have to be a man or a no, man. No, it could be any two. So yeah, if you're a female who was running with a team and you have two strong guys who have the grip strength, then they would do that and you would just cheer them on and move on to the next obstacle. Yeah. So you kind of have to know how the whole thing is going to be, be shaken out on November 21st and 22nd before you get discouraged. And besides, there's one thing like I, I like about the community in that persons just don't care if they fail, yeah. right? Like all the obstacles are new for everybody and exactly. some of us just fail them consistently. Um, I was saying to somebody that was, was a little discouraged, I was saying that I do my training in blocks. And almost religiously every block, I see people fail for three weeks and get it on the last week just before the block changes. Yeah. So it's a repetition thing. You gotta see it a few times, you gotta like play with it a few times, your brain and your body starts to figure it out. So if it came along to pop up on, on the Saturday last week and you didn't get things, don't worry. By November, if you get some time on the rigs, you'll be fine. I think uh, one of the things that I was telling to some of the people that we're really trying to build with regards to the tire wall and the same grip rig, which would be right. the two more challenging obstacles for me right. at the pop-up. I, I, I tell everybody that is in bar, consistency. Correct. First, you got to build the comfort and then you build the consistency on the obstacles. So one, you got to get comfortable with the obstacle first. Like a lot of these obstacles can defeat you mentally Absolutely. at first. I, and that's where the where bar strength comes into me. The mental, the mental dexterity to say, no, I'm going to keep doing that. Bigger Gina. I was, I was about to mention that because, yeah. you know, I posted on the page, um, today would be Friday, yeah. um, October 30th. I posted on the Instagram page, uh, Gina Lee Shepard, who's a bar ambassador as well. Yeah. And um, people say, man, that grip break thing, that only for men. You gotta be real big and got a big lot of muscle in your upper body and this and the next and the third. And she isn't. She's relatively slight. She's a female. But you know, we had a training session the evening before. Yeah. In, the, in the rain, I might in add. The rain, yes. In the rain, I might add. And after the session, she spent over an hour just practicing the work. Just over an hour, just like determined to get it, getting close to the end and failing. And like in the end, we had to pull she off. We like, let's try again. Who am I? Come off that week. <laughs> yeah. And then she went back first thing in the morning. So that video was from this morning? That video was from this morning. 
So she went back first thing in the morning, put up the grips, and got it first time. Nice. Went back through a second time to make sure it wasn't a fluke. Did it the third time and said, okay, I got this, and she could go home. So yeah. I think if you're out there, we have several opportunities over the next three weeks to try some of these skills. The skills are new for everybody. Yeah. You know, the only p- people who would have seen some of these skills are those who have been doing the bar training programs. Right. But for everybody else, they're new. So if you have a team or you're a little unsure, say, look, you just give us a call. We can set up whatever obstacle you want on the rig, whether Tire it's wall? Trip to, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, that, the tire wall will be out relatively soon. Okay. Once we finish the pop up and the next pop up, the team pop up will yeah. be at Bushy Park. Oh, great! So we've managed to secure the venue. I think Bushy Park is a great venue for us. Um, so once we finish the team pop up at Bushy Park, we're going to start building the course. Oh, okay. uh, we're going to start building the course, and that's why we love Peg as a venue because with Peg as a venue, we can kind of just lay things out. As long as they can move around and look after the animals, it's fine. Like when we were in Bath before, yeah, we kind of had other people land and all that. Other people's too. land, roads, pathways, and everything. So it was a very quick build out. Right. And you know we've had some incidents in the past based on that quick build out that I really wasn't happy with as a race director. Right. Uh, and hence we introduced the pop ups, which also gives us a chance to test all. Well, the that's what's going on with these pop ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they are for you, but for me, <laughs> for me, they're a chance for me to test all the obstacles. We might, you know, we make sure how, see how people feel, see what the failure rate is on them. Yeah. Because truthfully, if if you have a course or an obstacle that has an eighty five percent failure rate, it's too hard. It's too difficult. That's that's the launch, right? It's too difficult. If there's nobody failing, then it's probably too easy. So you kind of have to try and find the right balance of of challenging but still achieving. What's the balance for you there? Like a 40% failure rate? No, I I, I think something above 50 um, as a a completion rate. Right. Um, And and it depends on the type of obstacle as well. There's some obstacles that are meant to challenge you more at different parts of the course. Right. So the way I build the courses, I don't like to see. I think one one of the things that might have actually um, stumped, stunted the growth of obstacle course racing in the early days was people who were super fit going to events and obstacle course racing was growing at a rate. Mm. So they'd go to an event and then there'd be a bunch of people standing up just to clear a four foot wall. Just because right, right, there's right, so right. much traffic bunched up. Yeah. So you finish and the boy wants to stop at half hour for half hour. Four, four, exactly. So you finish an event and you don't really feel challenged. Because you know you're not supposed to just run the course; you are supposed to race the course, right? Yeah. And that's the other that's the other criticism that people have had with Spartan that the obstacles are easy, but they need oh. more difficult obstacles. And while to some extent I agree, it's not necessarily that the obstacles need to be more difficult, but whatever is there, you just race them faster. Right. You know, you you race the course as opposed to just running through the course and being stuck on this obstacle because it was so hard and you were there for twenty minutes. People with Spartans, I don't want to run all that and then miss his spear. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. I will raise my hand and say that I missed the spear. I had to do burpees. And I had to do burpees. Well, you see, for me, again, it was one of those things where I had never seen it. Right. Now, if I, if I lived in the States and I intended to do Spartan on a regular basis, I would have a spear in my backyard. Right, right, right. But I'd never seen the spear. I'd never felt it. I just saw people on TV with the spear. So I pick up the spear. And you know how men are. Yeah, I can do this. I, not only I can do this, but I can pound the spear hard. It's hard. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I let go of the spear, and the spear sail and gone over the straw, man. <laughs> like, if that spear was a tire, right? That spear would have gone with 90 miles. <laughs> I pound the spear so hard. <laughs> be meanwhile, I would be a new javelin record. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile ladies come up to her and just stick it a time and whoop, tighten it. Just yeah. tighten it and stick it in. I hear one break off the string with the spear. <laughs> but yeah, so it, it's, it's like that. The more you the see the challenges, time, right? yeah. And, and you know, if you're just coming out to do the open wave, 
yeah. uh, which is kind of the fun run version of these, this event. I said, don't worry about that too much because we're not going to be super strict on the open wave. Right. We're going to give everybody a chip so that you can run the course and you can still get a time. Yeah. But if you decide, I don't want to try that obstacle again, you're not actually affecting anybody but yourself. You're making your time slower. Yeah. So if you, if you miss it and you, know, you look around and, the, and you say to the judges, I want to try that obstacle again, they'll let you. You know, in the open wave. In the open wave. Yeah. You know, so you can play a little bit longer. You can take your pictures. You can take your selfies. If you're from a company or organization or whatever you want to tag and post, absolutely do that. We welcome right, right. it. You know, but go out there and have fun and don't take it too seriously. Now, you know, I would still say that even in the open wave, nobody wants to do a zillion burpees. At all. Right? Nobody wants to be out there if there's 15 obstacles and you miss all 15 <laughs> obstacles, then it just becomes a burpee race. Yeah, right? It's 20, 25 burpees there. Yeah. My mom, you I, see my mom at Harsha College, you see? I'm sure without my for that. Yeah, 15 squared. So, yeah. you know, if you're doing the singles, you know, there's a few basic skills that I, I think are relatively easy to master. Yeah. Just having some time on them. So jump in the clinics, get in some of the sessions, book some time on the rig, Get through those out. I know where you're gonna feel. I mean, they ain't making no sense killing yourself no with that tire wall. Actually, that was that was my strategy on Saturday. Know where you're gonna feel. And right. from the time I saw the course, I said to myself, with the tire wall. Right. <laughs> I did great work. It is exactly. <laughs> points. I, 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 I can save from energy before that tire wall. I can kick my burpees and then move from there and yeah. so on and so forth. Yeah. So yeah. I want to talk a bit about the performances on mm -hmm. a Saturday though, right. because I, I think that we had some super performances, especially from Jet and Tompy. Yes. It, the winners of the two separate waves. They, I like the fact that they were in, in two, two separate, separate waves as yeah. well because that kinds of bills and the anticipation for November the 21st. Because we ain't get to see that men go head right, to head right, yet. Right, right. So yeah. we don't really know how it would have been if it was a race, a race, yeah. race. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think obviously, Jet is a favorite in this event. Yeah. Right? Um, Jet works in an obstacle training gym. He's got the grip strength. He's just agile. He's got the cardio from playing football for all them years, et cetera. Yeah. And he's strong with strength. The weight ratio is incredible. Yeah, it's incredible, yeah. Uh, when you look at Tompy, Tompy looks like a beast. Jay he Joe. looks like an athlete. Exactly. He yeah. looks like an athlete. You're going to see this man on the street and ask that man if he's trained. <laughs> <laughs> you know? He's one of the men you can walk in. It's a Boston gym. He's go to. Right, because right. he has that look. He looks like, a, like an athlete. He looks like a, the perfect combination between strength and cardio. He's not too big, but he's muscle, muscular. He's lean. Yeah, he's so he lean. looks the part. Um, and he's a competitor. You know, he's yeah. always competed in different CrossFit games and different CrossFit challenges, etc. So, you know, between him and Jet and a few other people, I think it's going to be a, a really good day. There were some surprises on the day as well. Yeah. Um, Who would you say was a surprise to you? Jason Green. Jason Green looked good in the J second heat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jason was second in the second heat. Um, Chad Chad was second in the first seat yeah. behind Jet. I don't think that was any any surprise. That wasn't a surprise to me there um, because I, I we know two of them are teammates, so right. they're looking good for the team competition as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Uh, I've been watching Chad and uh, mm -hmm. his training and his running. How his running has really improved. So his cardio right. level is really up there now. You know he's strong and agile as well. Yeah, and people talk about big guys don't have that cardio and so on. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's any it's any energy system. If you train it enough, you're going to improve it. Right. right, so Chad is looking good, um, and then before we before we finish off, the men just jump to the women for a little bit. Yeah, their other teammate Daniel Gonzalez. Daniel Gonzalez she yeah. was first in the women, so you yeah. know they're looking extremely strong for November. Uh, they there should be thereabouts challenging obstacles. Obviously, we know obstacles tend to put a blanket around their training. Yeah, so we don't know where they are at necessarily exactly. right now. Yeah, you know, but like I said last last podcast, I don't think you know this whole thing about not letting people know where you are. 
I, I think that matters more in kind of strategy type uh, sports. Yeah. But if you can't run faster than me, I don't really care. I don't care what you You know what I mean? You got to run me on the day. So yeah, Jason Jason Green was a, a surprise for me because he's been doing the trainings with us, and I know Jason is a beast. He is um, a beast, and he's also got that mental, that zen like approach. This is the thing. Now, I I find that martial artists do well in bar. Yeah, martial artists tend to do well in bar and events like bar because they've they've known how to to control their minds over time. They've come to know that, and not only that, but if you've been a competitive martial artist, um, then you are being put in situations where you can't give up because if you give up, somebody can break your hand or somebody right, right. can choke you to sleep or you yeah. get knocked out. Right. So regardless of how tired you are, you have to try and find that extra gear and dig oh, a little right, deeper right, right. to push through. Uh, and we've seen that with some of the martial artists who've done bar. Ennis as well. Ennis right? again, exactly. Yeah. These guys come on the course and they have the same expression through the entire race. Yeah. Like they never complain. They just push and they do whatever they can. They never stop it completely and you will see them get all the way through. The only martial artist that maybe hasn't done... <laughs> <laughs> martial artist who maybe hasn't done as well <laughs> recently is my coach, my sensei. <laughs> like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Corey, Corey Stokes, Corey Withers. Now, now the, the thing with Corey is that Corey's had, had a recent baby and everything. And hey, he but bought thing, some baby weight. Yeah. Put on, he bought a little baby weight. He hasn't <laughs> lost the baby weight yet. Right? So, but, you know, he came out and he wanted to get back in shape for bar. And like most athletes who've been competitive, Corey thought that, man, I can, I can just do this thing, just push through. But he jumped into the wrong session. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, he kind of got lost a little bit on the training session. A little bit. He ended up where he ended up? Yeah, yeah. no, soup ball. Like, yeah. Soup ball, sorry. Let me listeners right now. Corey, we don't laugh at you, I promise. Definitely it's only like, we get back on everybody. Like, my Corey can be good, my Corey can be good. Yeah, yeah. But also it started to get dark, listeners. Like, it, was, it was darker than that. It was pitch black. Men, <laughs> men had the beer, men chill out, men, not, men not, stretch, yeah. people change. Men had showers. Men stick out for Corey. Somebody may sleep. Yeah. Before, before Corey is. It was like, wait, that's he carried it? He yeah, carried it, yeah, he ain't get yeah, by yet, so... Yeah. Eventually, we all had to go and start to put into cars yeah. and go and look for this man because we had a, a cowboy search party. <laughs> Curry went all the way to Bashi, but yeah, boy. So that that what happened though. Mm-hmm. But um, so he's probably the only martial artist that hasn't. And even then, he you know he still but, pushed through. He he, got, he came he, back. He came back. He went down. Obviously, he got left a little bit behind. Yeah. Um, but he never stopped. He just went where he thought the course was. He turned around. He pushed all the way back. He, he didn't accept a raid or anything. He, he worked all the way back, and that is the kind he of He has spirit. been to subsequent sessions and as he well. He, he took the barbarian pressure, and he came yes. back and said, you know what, I ain't getting dropped this week. Correct. Still get dropped, right. but not by as much, Correct. and that's improvement. Absolutely. Speaking of improvement, and I'm sorry to keep calling names, but I want to give everybody their kudos so they will hear when they're listening how we really feel about them. Asa Corey mm. has been really coming on uh, ever since he started on the program as well. He saw him yesterday in the advanced um, rig session, and Correct. he's looking good. Uh, having he, had, he went through some suffering with the beginners group early. Oh, very much so, yeah. yeah. As Corey, and I, we actually posted some times yesterday, and unfortunately, I, I dropped his time by mistake right. for the workouts. If you're on the Instagram page, you would have seen that we tend to post the times for the workouts. And I dropped As Corey's time um, by mistake. And he's definitely coming on. He's, he's again, this is an, a, a former athlete. Yeah, he's done it before. And he's got the athlete's mentality. So when you've competed at a high level, you know how to push through 
that yeah. that wall, you know. So a lot of time it's just about grit and determination, and that's kind of the whole spirit of bar and obstacle course racing in general. Yeah. Know, knowing what your boundaries are and just pushing that that much further. I am really looking forward. I'm not going to do it this week, but eventually before bar race, we're going to ask you for your top three predictions. Oh my! Individuals, yeah. <laughs> we're going to wait to see how right, everybody's right, right. looking um, as we really ramp into shape. But I was thinking um, to myself once again. Because we talked about tempering the training that day. Mm-hmm. We spoke about her already, Gina Lee. Right. I am really a fan of her training right now. And right. the truth is because she she's improving every week. Right. Her carries are really good. Right. Her running has definitely improved. And she's so focused on the obstacles. Right. I think that she, for me, is a threat right now for at least a top five. Right. Probably a podium. Right. And this is because, for me... I find that her improvement is coming in a way that when she gets to November the twenty first, right, she is still going to be improving. She, right, I don't expect right, right. a plateau or a fall off from Gina Lee, given the way how I've seen her training. So she's improving and building upon a already good foundation to me. She's going to be an asset to her team. Absolutely, and I think she's doing the individual and the team good. And and I think, like you say, I think she's going to definitely be in that top five. And it's and it's about obstacle proficiency. Yeah, right. She she like you see the video on Instagram. She spends like she's never defeated. Right. So whereas some people come, I see other athletes come, and they miss obstacles, mm-hmm. and they get frustrated. Man, I can't get this due. And they see it for the first time, and they start to the negative self talk starts yeah. to dig in. And what I've seen with, with Gina Lee over the time, I've seen her turning. Her, her Instagram name is Fitness Princess. Yeah, but she's not a princess. I've yeah. seen her change from a princess to, man, dog, just do the thing. Like, yeah. that, that's how it is now, right? So yeah. she's developed that toughness as well, um, yeah. which she's really kind of, encap- she's encapsulated that toughness now as far as a bar athlete is concerned. Yeah. She feels, all right, I can do it again. Man, this thing ain't gonna beat me. I can keep going till I get it, and so on and so forth. And so, when you start to develop the obstacle proficiency, mm-hmm. it really makes up for any lack of running skill or running speed that you might have. Yeah. Because her team, her other th- the other three p- persons on her team are elite runners. Right, 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 right. The other three persons on her she's team running are with um, elite athletes when it comes to running. Treasure, no, 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 she's running with Amanda Maximilian. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. When you say Amanda, you might as well start, right? Yeah. Big shout out to Amanda. Nick Gill. Top runner. And Ron Small. Okay, yeah. Again, like that whole army mentality. So, you know, I don't think there's any, any secret to say that she will be the slowest flat runner on that team. Yeah. But what she will add to that group, she'll add the carries, she'll add the I've skills. I've seen Gina really buckets. Add, Her yeah. strength to rest. To rate Rachel, it's very high as well. Yeah, so, yeah, a big shout-out to her. So, congratulations to Gina on improving. And we'd like to see you come improve towards November. And um, last person I'm going to mention before we get to wrapping up the meals in the pop-up is uh, Damien. Mm-hmm. And um, he ties back in for me with the same mindset you're talking about. Right. I realize that really bar tribe especially, and people that when you really start to do bar, when you feel an obstacle, it don't make sense taking that five seconds to grumble right. about missing the obstacle. Right, right, right. Get down there and do the burpees. Nobody don't care if you feel the obstacle. <laughs> Nobody else don't care. Right. Man, this thing too hurry, this thing. But man, go for Romy. Because we're going through the same thing too, right? Exactly. So yeah, it's just like you have to change your mindset about it. It's not like any other sport from that respect. Yeah. You know, it's not like running on the road where you're just going to run straight and everything's going to be smooth and clean. And it's not even like, like other... Sports. I don't really want to use any comparisons, but you might have a very 
well-balanced weight on a precision bar and you're just doing reps and you've been honing your technique on cleans or whatever for the longest time. But when you come to obstacle course racing, today, it might, like, yes, like last night, I saw people who normally get up and down the rope several yeah. times really easily struggle just because the rope was wet. It's wet yeah. The conditions can change. So if you get inside your head and complain about you're going you're gonna to get out of it physically and mentally because the self-talk, the negative self-talk is going to slow you down exactly. uh, and people are just going to run past you. And you, you will see it in other sports, though, that winners, um, they adapt. Mm-hmm. If you're watching golf right. and a man hit a shot and it don't go the exact place, he don't tree head down the ground and be right. like, oh, shoot, man. No, you adapt. No, you know you got five holes, uh, five shots to get this ball in the right. hole. You got four more. You got to work out how you're going to get it in this world, exactly. in those four shots. Now, um, as you wrap up, Saturday's is past with proceedings, the pop-up workout, because you really want to let people know that you've got another workout coming in as well. Right. But I think the real bar people are going to be enjoying this conversation. What was your favorite obstacle to watch on a Saturday? Day? You know, it's, it's, it was not what you would normally expect. I think people come and they see the slick wall. Yeah. Right? And they see people falling. And we want a big shout out to Secure Emptage. Shakira she Emptage. did a really good job, didn't she? Sure that wall was slick the whole way. She might think we're going to put her on that obstacle in November if she's not competing. Yeah. She made sure it was slippery she the did, whole time. did a really good job, Shakira. Yeah. <laughs> so the slick wall and the, and the rolling thunder are the two most obviously visually impactful obstacles. Yeah. But watching people figure out the traverse bars having seen it for the first time. That mm-hmm. was interesting to me because, you know, we coach obstacles in particular ways, which is kind of how, this is how I would approach it and this is how I think you should approach it. Agreed, yeah. But when people come to it for the first time and they just have to figure it out, that was what was interesting to me, watching people jump on this obstacle for the first time and how you just do that and they watch other people and they make adjustments. They're in a curve, uh, yeah, different yeah, techniques yeah. as well. Yeah, and so that to me was, was, was really, really interesting. So that to me is an obstacle that's not super difficult yeah, I do wear a piece of that too. Yeah, but, yeah <laughs> but you know, once you once you kind of, I've seen like remember, I remember the first time we had that obstacle in a workout mm-hmm. at Peg, and and we spoke about Jet before. Jet had never seen how the rest of us did that obstacle, so he didn't have that in his head. Yeah, and he just jumped on it and did it his way, and yeah. it was completely different to the rest of us, and different to anything we've ever seen, and much faster. Yeah, you know. So again, since then he's gone back to a traditional back, approach. Yeah, I don't know why. Approach. I think maybe when fatigue sets in or or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. So. Again, if you feel something, don't worry about it. Just come, try things, try enough things, yeah. and find the one that works for you. I actually saw, uh, speaking of people adapting, yes, today when he said that the grip rig, Nick Gill, mm-hmm. was on the grip rig. He hold on to the ball. I mean, he hold on to the ball. He was facing the wrong direction completely. Right. And he put a whole spin. A whole 180 degree turn right. on the ball to right. grab on his nature. And I was like, well, that's a way to do it. Right. Never thought of it like that. Right. And that is exactly what we're talking about with bar is, adapt- is adaptability. It's not necessarily one size fits. All you don't have to do everything traditional. Right. And actually, when you do things non-traditionally, sometimes you might be a little faster than others. Absolutely. And again, I think like I, I see people come and try the workouts. And I see, you know, a little bit of discouragement from 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 persons. Don't who be might, discouraged. Who might have been really good in another sport yeah. or another activity, and and I think they forget that when they started that first activity, they weren't. Yeah. Because maybe they started at five years old. But yeah. think back to when CrossFit started to come, become popular, mm. and think back to your first wad when you had to go in there and do cleans, or you had to go and do snatches, or muscle ups, or whatever. Mm. You had no real coaching on them. Maybe a little clinic for a week or two before. Everybody looked ugly. Everybody looked ugly. The bars was flying all over the place. Mm-hmm. People were even getting hurt a little bit just because they didn't have that technical proficiency. 
And now people go into those types of workouts and they're, they're killing them, right? Killing it, yeah. So it's the same thing with, with obstacle course racing. This is, to me, as a sport, it is just so interesting. There's just so many dimensions to it. It's not, you know, you come and you're doing the same sanitized drills every day. Right. It's always messy. That makes it, it changes from the, the wind is a little harder today and it changes. The sun is a little hotter today and it changes. So you're always going to be doing something new. Yeah. So I think it's something that people should really make the effort to get better at so that they can continue to improve. November the 7th, mm-hmm. you're having the team pop-up. Correct. Right? Um, all teams welcome, open wave and competitive wave? Absolutely. So November the 7th is going to look very different to Simpson Motors. Yeah. So what we're going to be doing with, with this pop-up is we're really putting in the elements that kind of need that teamwork. So right. the higher walls, the 10-foot walls, for example, mm, we'll be mm. putting in the, the log carry, the long log. The longer right. 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 We'll put in a, We'll put in a couple kind of relay-type drills and so on and so forth just to get people that opportunity to start to figure out their strategy for yeah. November. Partner carries as well? I don't know if we'll... I, I have to finalize the, the course, but it will yeah. probably be partner carries as well. Yeah. Um, on that day... At Bushy Park, there's also some go-karting. So we don't have the whole track. Right, right, right. So I'm kind of adjusting the course from last year. Um, but it'll, it'll, it'll give you an opportunity to build your communication with the rest of your team. You'll start to figure out things in real time that you thought might have worked but may not on the day. So you have yeah. two weeks to make the adjustments. So I would say if you're going to be doing bar, whether it's open wave, corporate, or the competitive wave to definitely come down and, uh, and try that pop-up at Bushy Park. What we're going to do now, we're actually going to give Faith a call because mm-hmm. Faith is going to be doing, I believe, the open wave. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, so we want to give her a chat and find out how she is preparing for the open wave. Hi, Faith. Hi. Hi, this Salt. Hi, Salt. And George here as well. Faith, how are you doing? Hi, George. I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys doing? Well, life is good. We're here talking about the bar, of course. We know that you've been mm-hmm. doing bar from the very start. Yeah, you have been. You were on yeah. the first bar team. Well, it a, <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. And then you were supposed to be on the other bar team, and then you have rehearsal. Still not really speaking about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but you're getting ready for November this year, though, aren't you? Definitely, definitely. You know, I love, I love everything about bar, so I will be there for sure. You're doing the open wave, George told me. The fun one? Yeah, Whatever the fun. is the fun one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, the open wave. Why did you decide to go for the fun wave this time? Um, I haven't been training as hard as I did the last time. Mm-hmm. And the first two times I did it, we qualified for the second day. And unfortunately, we never got to the second day because, you know, some members of the team had, you know, other commitments, work and stuff like that. Some members so of the team was too back up. this year, uh, or that. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but this year, I just decided, you know, we're going to take out the competitiveness a bit because I am very competitive. Mm-hmm. I like to at least be close to the top if I win, you know. Mm-hmm. But, I just, I just decided to, you know, have a little fun this year with it and, yeah, not put so much pressure on myself. How did you, um, how do you feel you can manage with tempering that competitive spirit, though? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, listen. But the fact that it is not, the fact that it is not the competitive one, like the one where, you know, praises given away and stuff like that, my mind would be a little more settled. We still want to be competitive. It's what you're coming through. 
The one when you my open. mind will be a little open, more settled sorry. knowing that. My mind will be a little more settled knowing that this is just a fun phase. We mm-hmm. just do a dance for fun. It's in Banks so, calendar, girl. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's the rest of your team look like, Faith? Can you can you talk about that a little bit, or you're still uh, working on it? Um, kind of still working on it. We just have to secure the yeses, but um, I've Put spoken to a couple people who are, who are interested. Uh, last year, my partner did it with me, and he had a lot of fun, so I invited him back to do it this year. Breaking so news, guys! Breaking news: Faith Canada is <laughs> off the market. <laughs> Oh, you just broke lots of hearts, Faith. Oh, sorry, sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Okay, yeah, okay. So but, uh, he has to do it. He, in, a, in a two ways about it. When, yeah. when the lady puts down her foot, he's going to have to do it. Mm-hmm. And who the other, you know, you know. Who, who the other lady is? Uh, or who are you looking at? This another couple, mm-hmm. uh, friends of ours. Ah, okay. So maybe that's where the competitiveness will come in. Hmm, never know. Well, you got to everybody team, speaking at the end. Exactly. As you <laughs> say, there might be a few domestic, <laughs> domestics at the end of this. I hope you all are still two it's couples true. at the end. Maybe two different couples. <laughs> <laughs> so will you be doing... It's going to be good fun. It's going to be good fun. We want you all to at least establish a team by November the 7th so that you all can come out and part, part, probably practice the, uh, at the pop-up workout. Together. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, that chemistry. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, like... Hopefully, you and your partner don't got to work too much on chemistry, and the other couple doesn't work too much on chemistry. But together, as a four, right. as a four, <laughs> right. yes, yes. So, what uh, do, definitely, what? I will. Sorry, if I think go ahead, I will look to confirm that. Yeah, I will look to confirm the team as soon as possible, so we could definitely take part in some in some team activities. Yeah. Right. So, as someone who's been involved in bar from the very beginning, and who would have done mm-hmm. you know, some of the competitive waves, and now looking to do the open wave. What tips mm-hmm. or, or bits of advice would you have for someone who's thinking about doing it but still on the fence a little bit? Um, I would say take, take the risk. I know a lot of people see it as, oh, there's all these enough things to do. Mm-hmm. It is really a lot of fun, um, but it's also going to test you and push you past maybe some limits that you have mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will definitely say to use it as you know, just something to test yourself and you will definitely see, you know, at the end how much fun it was. You're going to be talking about it for days. You're probably going to be a little sore, but that comes, you know, that comes with exercise, that comes with any type of physical activity. But the environment, I love the energy, uh, the, the, the racers, even the people who are just watching on, um, is really a lot of fun. Uh, something new to Barbados as well. So take the opportunity to just be a part of something that is so amazing. Yeah, thanks, Faith. Thanks for joining us. We didn't want the podcast to just be too ugly, man. <laughs> Again. <laughs> <laughs> so even though you're not here to grace us with your beauty. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> All right, thanks a lot, Faith. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, so the open wave, George. Uh, how has the interest been so far? The interest has been good. You know, I, I honestly feel that, um, like, again, I, we, we, we tend to refer to Spartan a lot because Spartan is the brand leader yeah. in, in this segment. But you'll see 20 elites, male and female, and then you'll see some age groupers because they have prizes for age groups. And they, you can race age group without racing elite. Right, 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 right. So then you have, again, maybe 
10 or 20 age groupers in each age group. Yeah. So call that 200 people. And then there's 5,000 people who are doing the open wave. Right. And, and 5,000 people who, are, obviously, we don't have those numbers in Barbados yet. But I think that's where the growth of the sport is going to be. Mm -hmm. Because they don't have to spend six months preparing. Mm -hmm. I can hear about bar two days before. And they say I that I can go, exactly, I can go yeah. out there and I, I can compete on so many different levels. I use the word complete, compete very loosely. Yeah. I can decide, well, you know what? I want to go out and I want to just run this thing to see where I am. And then yeah. I can train for it next year. So yeah. I do open I wave. I think that's, that's going to happen a lot, actually. Yeah. yeah, I do open wave and I run the whole thing, but there's no real pressure. But I run it relatively hard to see where I am. Yeah. And then there's like, I just want one of them t-shirts. Mm -hmm. I want one of them t-shirts so I go in and I can walk around this course <laughs> take some pictures <laughs> take some pictures I get the t-shirt at the end and then there's going to be everything in between people yeah. who are I've seen and I, I hope that the, I know that the culture in Barbados is very similar already but I've gone to these events and I've seen guys in wheelchair like mm -hmm. veterans in wheelchairs do this event do an event like this with their platoon the guys right. are going under dunk, dunk walls in right. the wheelchair. Guys are going up ropes in the wheelchair. Guys are putting their partners, their, their over 10-foot walls in wheelchairs. Right, so right. you really... Inclusive. That, exactly. And that's why you see, I think that's why you see the camaraderie really develop. Right, because right. everybody is competing against the course. So it's true. once it's not the elite level where we're looking for money and trophies and so on, if I up on a wall and I see you jump at it, I can help you over. Right. You know? And so we're, we're really expecting that over time... Open Wave is really where the growth of this event is going to come because it is just such a fun event. It's fun. You know, it it's, really it's an adult player ground, guys. Absolutely, yes. It is an adult player ground. I can't start reminding y'all guys, November the 7th, we're going to be at Bushy Park for right. the team pop-up. So get your team ready, get your team entered, and make sure and go to Barbados Adventure Race and sign up. Actually, use promo code SALT. Yes, I say LT. Yeah, and sign up for the team event and also bring your team out on november the 7th let us all see what george has in store for us and Correct. i'm really encouraging the open waivers though because i think that what we did see a lot on saturday was some people feeling a little dejected and we don't want that it's not i mean this is the redemption pop-up yeah it's yeah. the redemption pop-up and it's also the pop-up that will help you know that you're not supposed to be intimidated or right, trust me on this one let me yeah. tell you all Right. I am a person that does bar all the time. Damien does bar all the time. Chad Forbes does bar. Phil Seven does bar. Uh -huh. We all fail obstacles as well. Correct. Understand? Oh, I had burpees. <laughs> I, I would even say, I mean, again, you know, champion, 2019 male champion, Darren Matthews, yeah. failed the tire wall last year and still won the event. Exactly. You know, so, like, don't, you know. Don't be down on yourself for failing that tire wall, exactly. guys. It's like, it's like life, right? In life, you're going to have some obstacles. Some of them are going to knock you down. It's how you respond to that. If you're yeah. like, oh, you're done with this and you walk away, then, you, you know, obviously you're not going to be a success. But if you pick yourself back off, brush off, and go on to the next one and just conquer that one, you know, you will be more successful for sure. You know, it was interesting to me because it's so accustomed to training with you know, and it's like, as I always tell y'all, like, trying to build the mental calluses and expecting the worst. Right. When I feel the tire wall the first time, I do my 15 burpees. And I finished it, I was like, oh, I'm going to do this again now? <laughs> Literally, I forgot that after you finish the burpees, you get right. to continue right, on. Right, after. Right, I thought right, it was right. like, finish, 15 burpees to finish the obstacle, then go back and do it again. Right, right, but right, it's yeah. not. So you just go, you practice your burpees as well. Correct. Make burpees a part of your routine. You don't want to do them on the day. Right. But once you can get proficient at the burpees as well, as which is what Darren obviously did, right. then you could get through them and hopefully not have to do too many of them on the day. And it won't be that much of a hindrance to you either. Yeah. And again, if you're new to bar and that was your first pop-up 
Yeah. We, we were, there were a couple of things we needed to test. So nobody had ever seen a traverse bar before, so we had to put that in to test. It's new to everybody. There could be lots of failures. Nobody ever seen the grip, 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 grip before. It was new to everybody, so there's going to be lots of failures, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. But on the day, there's going to be lots of things that we already know that people are really successful oh, on. They didn't have any rings there. They didn't have any the monkey bars there. there. The there was no bar. rope there. Exactly. We know people are generally successful on those things. They know yeah. they're coming. They've seen them before. Yeah. You know, so they're already prepared for them. But even like four-foot walls, you don't got to bring a four-foot wall to pop up. Yeah. You don't really got to bring a, a six-foot wall to pop up. We brought it because it was the first time, and, we, and yeah. people, we wanted people to actually see it. You know, and so on and so forth. So there's lots of A-frame and cargo nets and so on. Those are yeah. things that you're going to... Crawls. You're going to have so much fun on those. Yeah. And then you might get, you know, a little set of burpees here or there. But that's not going to detract from the amount of fun you're going to have at this event overall, for sure. Real talk, real talk. Um, there was one more thing that I really wanted to mention here before we go. I'm going to let you talk and then you remember it. Maybe I just had a birthday last week. Right, right, right. Getting, too, uh, much, too much drinking on that birthday. <laughs> <laughs> um... Honestly, I can't remember right now. Okay, yeah, yeah. The, the other thing I wanted, I wanted to talk about a little bit was getting, keeping that streak alive, that finish a t-shirt streak alive. Yeah. Right? I mean, if you're doing bar from the start, all you got to do is go and have some fun and make sure look, I get the rash guard in, in June, get the rash guard. Well, I might not be able to get the rash guard in, in, in November, but I'm making sure I get my finisher T-shirt for 2020 and start to yeah. build a collection of them, you know. Yeah. I mean, again, that's how the tribe identifies one another. Every day I drive around Barbados and run around the streets and things, I see people in that bar T-shirt. And it's become like a badge of honor because yeah. we, know that this, we know that we're doing something different. We're part of something that's new and innovative to the island. Mm -hmm. and, um, and people are really enjoying being part of this community because it is so inclusive. Yeah. It is so much fun. And it's just a good bunch of people. So don't let 2020 pass and you ain't collect one and finish your t-shirts. Boy, come and do your thing. Open Wave gets finished your t-shirts as well, just okay. so you know. Right. Uh, they won't get the race t-shirt, obviously, but they'll get the finish your t-shirt as well. So come. Be a part of the event and get get your badge of honor for sure. Don't forget to go on Facebook as well. If you haven't completed your team as yet, go on the Facebook um, Bar Team Finder mm -hmm. for Barbados Adventure Race Team Finder and uh, finish up your team. Let's type in, hey guys, looking for three other people. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, looking for one female, right, looking right, for right. one male. Uh -huh. I get your team complete, get together and work. It's a team event. Correct. We're talking about the open wave and everything. Is a team event. You want to make sure that everybody's on the same page. I, I always say that I, I believe that chemistry is going to get that WhatsApp group started. Correct. And push. And I, I really, I feel, having observed this event over the last few years, I've seen teams that had good to great chemistry do much better than teams that had really elite athletes, but they just didn't click. Yeah, you know, everybody wasn't looking for the same thing. Correct. I know there was there was one incident very early in Barwin. There was just one guy that he was just the one of the best athletes in the field. Right. And and he was put together with a team, and his he is just so competitive and so focused on winning in everything else that he did that he forgot there were three other people on the team. He went on after them. Yeah, so he's running along, leaving them, and you know he was even a and little that, upset that they were able to keep up. As well. So, from a coaching perspective, from a supportive perspective, they checked out because they felt like they were being criticized and so on and so forth. And then, from the other perspective, he was running ahead and then getting to the point, and it's like, "All right, you sit down here with a few teammates now because yeah. you can't start the obstacle without all your teammates there." Are there. So, yeah. you know, again, trying to find that chemistry. 
find find that camaraderie. And the best way to do that is by coming out to the pop-ups or doing some trainings together so you start to know each other a little bit, you know what to expect from each other on the day so you can have a much more fun experience. Last point, I, would, I don't remember now, booking the grip rig or any of the other obstacles that you mm-hmm. want to test as a team or as an individual, how do we contact you and how do we get that set up and where is it going to be set up? Right, so we have two options for that. Yeah. One option is at PEG. Yeah. Um, where we have the, the trust already set up. Okay. And the other op- option is at Surfside. Mm-hmm. So you just DM us through the Instagram page or WhatsApp us. My number is the one that's associated with the account. It's a business account, so don't send me any, any pictures, people. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it clean. Uh-huh. Um, so just send us, George, we want to book the rig. We want to book the rig between 7 and 8 on Monday morning. Yeah. Um, it's sure, one-hour blocks. It's one-hour blocks. Yeah. Sure which obstacle you want. Okay, we want the rings and the monkey bars or whatever. So we'll come and we'll put this up for you. You pay the drop-in fee, yeah. and you and your team can pay for play for an hour. If you want coaches there with you, just let us know. We can arrange a coach for you as well for a small additional fee. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Okay, so that's all I really wanted to know because I know a lot of teams are going to want to get on the grips. Yes. For sure. A lot of people are interested in practicing the rings as well. They think mm-hmm. that the technique for the rings is a little different to the monkey bars, so even... So people that, yeah, you know, I just want to feel it. I want to feel it. Right, uh, right. Even though if they think they can get through it. And I think that's important as well. As we said, building a comfort through consistency. Comfort through no consistency. No complacency, though. No, right, yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm actually, I want to give props to you, actually, for doing something that would seem really obvious, mm. but that not many people seem to have discovered. <laughs> Are you going to tell them my secrets? No. Well, no, I, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. a secret. It's a secret. It's so. Not really a secret. It's a secret. I want to let people out there know that there's this new thing called the internet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? So just and on it, there's and, this website called YouTube. Called YouTube. <laughs> right? So just, I'm breaking news. <laughs> so go on YouTube and Google the obstacle that you find mo- and, and, and search the obstacle that you find most challenging. So yeah. for example, the rings. Yeah. I like to swing through the rings because I find that really easy for me. Right. Right. But there are a lot of OCR coaches out there that will tell you, don't be swinging about the place like Tarzan. Yeah. They actually coach the opposite of swinging through the rings. They're like, secure both hands and move hand to hand. Right. You have a more secure grip that way. So find the thing. There's more than one method in every every case. Yep. So if you're not sure about something, before you come, you book your session, you block it for an hour, and then you go on YouTube. Yeah. And you search three or four different methods, and you come and you try them. Uh, we got Wi-Fi at Surfside. We got Wi-Fi at Peg. Yeah. So you know you can pull out your video and you can review it, and you can just play for an hour or so to get the thing that is comfortable for you. Totally, so you totally agreed on that front. I feel like a lot of people should be taking advantage of that. And I'm laying like, you know, on my my secret. Once you put in OCR. Right. Lots of things come up. <laughs> Lots right. of things, yeah. and almost all of the obstacles that we have here are featured on the internet. Are 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 featured on OCR events overseas. So Correct. it might need. It may not call it tire wall. It right. may roll in thunder. Might be the right name. But right. once you get involved and start searching for OCR things, you're going to start to see all of the different obstacles and the techniques on how to get through them. Correct. Uh, coming up. So you you might want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So just DM us. We'll set it up for you. You know, if I'm around, I'll give you some coaching as well, some tips. Because mm-hmm. um, we just want, we want you to have more fun on the day. Mm-hmm. And there's that kind of feeling of accomplishment, getting through an obstacle that was really challenging. You know, it, it really is, it really is a nice feeling. Like people are failing, you practice it, you get through it. Um, and you don't, you know, you don't mind a couple sets of burpees, but you don't want to be doing burpees all day for sure. Yeah. 
All right, guys. Well, I think we're going to call this a wrap because mm-hmm. we've been on for a little while. But I right. think you got lots of great information. Join us again on the next Barcast. Don't forget, November the 7th, mm-hmm. team pop-up. Get your team sorted. Correct. Go register on BarbadosAdventureRace.com. If you don't have a team, go on the Facebook. Look for mm-hmm. Barbados Adventure Race Team Finder. And don't forget, it's the open wave as well. So you don't have to be too intimidated by them big guys, the right. obstacle killers and Chad and Jet and Danny and all them. Right. Right. Yeah. It might still be them though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might yeah. still be there. Yeah. I would have actually done that there, actually gone and do the open wave and then check my time against the others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't for them next year. All right, guys, that's it for the broadcast. Thanks just for one thing before we oh, go, I just want to say thanks again to Faith Calendar for calling in and yeah. giving us her experience. A big shout out to Faith. And um, yes, listen out next week for uh, more from the broadcast.